In this season, I'll be reading from my mom's journal and adding explanations, stories, and memories of my own. It should reveal everything you ever wanted to know about the life of a single mother on an Indian reservation during a recession. October 1st, long day, very same. Paula feeling better, they took the IV out. October 2nd, Paula got out of the hospital, took her to moms and dads, and got ready for work. October 3rd, put on a lot of braces, went to 7.30 a.m. to 5 p.m., went and seen Paula, she looks better. Fenced half, October 4th, fenced half a mile, had it a little bit, had a little left, cried out, went to see Paula, I'm tired. October 5th, finished up fence, moved, started another long short down Lamoose Canyon. October 6th, did a good job, got braces a long way, truck quit. October 7th, got to the corner, makes about one and a half miles this week. October 8th, shooed Terry's horse, pulled Carol's horse's shoes. October 9th, stayed home, played Scrabble with Carol. October 10th, work went slow. Lost a chainsaw. Buck ate dinner here. October 11th. Payday. October 12th. Something bought Colt Field Tide Top of Lamoose Canyon. October 13th. Finished Lamoose. Can't find a corner down. October 14th. Took two elk out for John Butler bought something of hay $400 October 15th Paula got a permanent went fishing October 16th cleaned house didn't get much done October 17th went to Lone Pine Paula got her pictures October 18th, mom came for dinner, long day. October 19th, Paula went to grandma's for the rest of the week. October 20th, worked on Lone Pine, got to get the ball works about done. October 21st, uh, where it's Friday, I'm played out, feel so tired, fencing is going well, picked up Paula. October 22nd. I'm sick, but Paula's worse. Diarrhea, nausea, headache, boy oh boy. October 23rd. Feeling a little better, very slow. October 24th. Brought the pickup to Agnes's and Amy and Wayne took me home. Still not well. HUD painted my house. October 25th. Jim went to court. His crew slept all day. October 26th. Work just 
fenced with John and Ken, I still feel fluey. October 27th, finished up Garden Creek. Uh, October 28th, Garden Creek was late for work. Dan caught me, got two by sixes for storage shed. October 29th, shooed Carol's horse and hauled Carol's hay, which was mine, with my gas. October 30th, babysat Jim's baby. Ray and Renee came to visit and I have dinner. Good movie, cleaned house. October 31st, went to post and poll and got posts. Uh, event to, went to Pablo. Jim was fighting with Rose. Dawn took us to southwest of Ronan. We fenced. The gym went back to Hot Springs. We got stuck and Dawn pulled us out. Paula went trick-or-treating. Lamoose Canyon is uh, near early. My mom described it once as steep as a cow's face. Sometimes she'd have to like crawl up the hill because she couldn't actually like walk straight up the hill and they were fencing it and it was solid rock and it was just the hardest fencing. And this is kind of the gateway into the Jocko Valley and somewhere in there there was this guy that had been kind of stealing land from the tribe and running his string of bucking horses on it and so he kept on like cutting down trees and knocking down the fences and stuff so his bucking string could get into the tribal land. Um, my mom was a pretty good farrier. Um, it was one of our side gigs that we did. Uh, I remember holding the horses heads while she'd uh, lift up a foot and she had these this leather apron that she'd set the foot on her knee and she'd take a rasp and she'd rasp and she'd take uh, nippers and trim their feet and uh, she had a special little hammer for hammering the nails in and crimping them down and cutting them off and um, Spotty, I remember uh, how hard it was to trim Spotty's feet because uh, her hooves were of two different materials. There was this soft white material and there were stripes of this black material that was just as hard as steel and my mom would strain and strain and strain at the nippers in order to get them um, to, to cut through the black material. It was like really hard and something about foundering, the um, eating too much green grass in the springtime makes their hooves grow like crazy and get painful to walk on. Um, and a lot of the horses weren't in um, nice, dry, rocky territory where they could run and run and run and keep their hooves, you know, worn down. So um, it got like that. Um, Grandpa and Grandma had a horse hill, and um, the guy who was sabotaging the fences was doing the same thing, using super steep rough, dry land in order to keep the horses in good condition because they have to walk straight uphill all the time um, and they don't founder because there's not all this alcohol-rich green spring grass running around and 
Um, yeah, dry hills are good for horses. Uh, my mom got some um, two by fours or two by sixes for storage sheds, and she built these two little, maybe four foot by four foot sheds that were about five foot tall and had a slanting um, tin roof on them. And she used those sheds for 20 more, 20 years at least. They just were good for everything. Um, I remember getting a permanent. Um, my hair is very straight. It does not curl. And uh, so they leave the permanent in for way longer, like 15 minutes, and it burned my hair red, and my hair is matte solid. And it was a good appreciation for what it's like to be a black person. I couldn't run uh, my fingers through my hair, I couldn't run a pick through my hair, I couldn't run a comb through my hair, I couldn't brush my hair. It was just a solid mat. It was horrible. Um, mentions like buying hair, doing business with John Butler, and um, my mom worked with him, I think it uh, the fencing job here and she also worked with him again um, when she worked for HUD housing years later and he kind of had a little bit of a Fonzie look he was like a Native American guy I think he might have had blue eyes and he had the the doo-wop hairstyle that was like lots of Fonzie hair and he was a nice easygoing sweet person I think my mom kind of had a crush on him, but he was kind of a ladies' man, so uh, we're not. But uh, at that that time, he was married. But um, um, he was. Um, they'd work together, and he'd go, "Hey, Eloise, what does that say?" And my mom would read whatever he'd pointed at. What does that say? Bet you don't know. And my mom finally figured out that he, he couldn't read. My mom had dyslexia so bad that she had a lot of empathy. It wasn't like um, she felt better than him or anything. She just kind of felt the same kind of sadness when you have something that's just a little bit out of, out of reach and, and a little bit difficult. It's difficult to read my mom's notes and I apologize for how halting I am. I read through them a couple times before I read them for you because um, she really spells words in the most unique ways and um, yeah. Oh, trick-or-treating with my cousins. Uh, my mom dropped me off at my Aunt Kathy's place or, and uh, I got to be a ghost. They found a, a white sheet and I had eye holes and we went to so many houses and I got a whole bread sack full of trick-or-treat candy. I had never gotten so much trick-or-treat candy. It was the best Halloween ever. Um, I think there's just something about being an older teenager that you still kind of get what it's like to be a little kid and Kim was just amazing at guiding me around the neighborhood. She knew how this worked and it was really fun to have her as the the trick-or-treat parent for the afternoon for the evening 